Welcome back to another episode of the Toxic American Podcast. I'm your host, Rudy. Rudy with a permit on the Twitters. The craziest person you probably listen to at all. Hopefully you're listening. Um, you can find me, Twitter, at Toxic American. Check out the YouTube channel, all that fun stuff. So, for today... Ugh. I don't even know where to begin with this one. Um, so I've been engaging with some of you on Twitter most of the day about, uh, what is this gal's name? Let me get it right. Susanna Gibson, a Democratic candidate in the race for the Virginia General Assembly, um, has had reports of her performing with her husband on a sexually explicit website. And this is, of course, taking the, uh, at least taking Twitter by storm, which, you know, whatever. So many people seem to be upset by it. Uh, there's some, I'm sure if I were to dig deeper, you could find more. But there's some <clears throat> clips that have been posted to Twitter. And I guess the idea here is that she and her husband had a, a sexually explicit website uh, on Chatterbait, which sounds just awful. And I guess it's similar in to like OnlyFans or something. I don't know, but I guess you could pay extra money and they would, she would do specific things in a sexually explicit nature. Um, whatever. Uh, lots of people seem to be very upset about it, or at least claim to be. Uh, Susanna was quoted as saying she called the leaks about the online activity, quote, an illegal invasion of my privacy, according to the New York Times. Yes, this is the first time and hopefully the last time you'll ever hear me quote the New York Times. I didn't really want to do a whole lot of research on this. One, browser history, and two, I don't really care. And that is basically my stance. I don't really care. There's a lot of people that are really, or say they're really upset, and maybe you are. I don't know. First and foremost, she's running for a seat, a state seat in the Commonwealth of Virginia. I would call it just a state, but I don't live in Virginia, thank God. <clears throat> um, I guess it, it draws into a deeper question. Is something like this, is the the character of a candidate a big issue when deciding to vote for them? Can be. I wouldn't say it's 100%. Um, technically, the way she and her husband were acting and the things that they were engaged in, uh, I would assume was behind closed doors. I, I don't think they were in the local Walmart or Costco. <laughs> setting up camera and, you know, taking, taking live shout-outs from the passers-by. Uh, I could be wrong. I don't think I'm wrong, but I could be wrong. Um, so, yeah, technically, they are doing this in the privacy of their home. It's, I guess it's behind a paywall, and it is what it is. It's two consenting adults with uh, many other consenting adults via the interwebs um, interacting 
Is it something I would do? No. Do I think it's something smart you should do? No. Uh, I don't. I hope she doesn't have kids uh, because that would be uh, interesting. But the bigger picture is, is, does that disqualify her from representing Virginia in the state assembly? I guess that's up to the citizens of Virginia in that district that she's running in. Um, did it disqualify Donald Trump from being president when the whole Stormy Daniels thing came up? A lot of people knew about it before. No. I don't think it disqualified him at all. I don't really care what two consenting adults do. Bill Clinton, on the other hand, not a whole lot of consent happening with some of those, allegedly. Monica Lewinsky, well, that's more of a sexual harassment in the workplace type deal where a powerful person possibly leveraging your job, current job and potential career for sexual favors. Well, that's a different, is there an HR at the White House? Has anybody ever asked that? I'm sure there's some ethics committee or some BS, but like, is there an HR lady named Beth who sits there and, you know, hands out all the forms, make sure you get them signed? That's interesting. But I digress. Do you guys really care what this Virginia candidate did or does in the, in the privacy of her own home? Do you really? How many of you out there who are casting stones at her have your own little home sex tape or have had little, you know, things with the husband or the wife through the text message or what have you? How many of you never miss an episode of the Kardashians? A whole lot of dirt there with the Kardashians, especially now that you know for a fact uh, there was multiple sex tapes shot and they chose the best looking one to quote unquote leak. Guess y'all forgot about that, huh? And I'm sure there are some of you that have get, never engaged in anything like this and this is totally uh, out of your wheelhouse and it's a total non-starter for you and it was with Trump. Okay, fair enough. Good for you. Uh, you're a better person than I am, I guess. But the big question is, does this disqualify someone? There's a lot of people saying out there this disqualifies her from even running. I don't believe that at all. You should have it out there as knowledge. This isn't what she said, an illegal invasion of my privacy. You put something on the internet, sweet tits, it's out there forever. Sorry. And to the next generation of political candidates who right now are showing all of your stuff on the OnlyFans or the Twitters or wherever, one day you're going to have to explain that to your kids if you have kids. And uh, it's going to come up. People are going to throw that right at you. Now, it's possible you end up with two candidates, say a Republican and a Democrat, who, uh, you know, both decide not to because both have it. That's a possibility. Think about that, everyone. So this is going to become more commonplace, I think. But, you know, at me on the Twitter, at Toxic American, and tell me what you think. Am I insane? Or is this just some, you know, 
I don't know that you call it a ridiculously high standard for a political candidate, but you have uh, lots of federal candidates, like one senator from South Carolina uh, who's referred to as Lady G by a lot of folks for his exploits outside of Congress, or possibly in Congress in the Senate. I don't know. I don't know his work schedule of paying for uh, certain things and then traveling abroad and, you know, championing dead rooskies. So which is worse, this chick getting paid for her and her husband and her being attractive or, uh, you know, waging war, at least fomenting war, in Europe in which thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, possibly millions of people have already been killed on both sides, while coming back and paying some money, some uh, dresser money for a, a dude to do things with you. Think about that one. So I'll continue, get off the Virginia thing, get off the Virginia candidate, pardon the pun, <clears throat> uh, and get into actual Congress. And one of the ways we can probably make our country better is to hold Congress, the House and the Senate, Congress as a total, hold them more accountable for their actions and inactions. That's kind of one of the basic things of the we the people and the social contract and to get it back since the social contract between us and government is dead. And that is the social contract despite what uh, little man Robbie Reich wants to tell you. There is no social contract necessarily between us citizens, especially if the social contract between us and the government is null and void and is over. Or maybe that's the only social contract that comes between us and the people. But the original idea of the social contract is between the people and the government, the governed and the governing. So, what the hell am I rambling about? What I'm rambling about is we all know that lobbying in Congress is a thing. We all know that lobbying in Congress is probably a bad thing, by and large, for the uh, nation. Definitely bad for the person, the citizen. But you're never going to stop lobbying. Uh, I believe it's been adjudicated as a First Amendment right, as freedom of speech and expression. So the only thing that you could probably do since you can't go after that pay, we should go after the pay of the Congress, individual Congress members themselves. Do you all know what the average congressional member makes as a salary? On average, now some make more because of certain positions and titles they have within the Congress, within the House, or within the Senate. Like the Speaker of the House makes more money than an average member of Congress, of the House. But the average, everyone who goes makes $174,000 a year, plus bennies. $174,000 a year. How many of you out there make $174,000 a year? Or have made one time $174,000 a year? How many out there would like to make $174,000 a year? Especially for, according to the American people, doing one of the worst jobs you could possibly do. The approval rating for Congress is uh, low and 
seem to be getting lower, but we're about in the toilet at the bottom of the basin anyway. We're gonna have to start digging a hole to get any lower. Joe Biden has a higher approval rating than the whole of Congress. Joe Biden can't speak. Joe Biden is a shuffling disaster. Bidenomics is awful, awful. How many days a year on average do you think that the House and the Senate work respectively? There's 365 days in a year. How many, how many days of the year do you work? How many uh, hours do you put in? How many weeks do you work? How many days off do you get? Think about that for a little bit. Contemplate in your head if you can. Five days a week, 52 weeks in a year, give you kind of a rough number, right? Let's take in some holidays and some days off. Let's say you work 200 days a year, roughly. Maybe you work more, don't know. Well, you got Congress beat. Since 2001, the House has averaged 147 days a year. The Senate hasn't beat a little bit at 165 days a year. $174,000 a year, plus some supreme benefits, which stay with you forever, the benefits. $174,000 a year, and you work 150 days a year. That's pretty good. That's real good. All while not really being held accountable, not really doing anything. Uh, you never repeal any laws, it seems like. You only make more laws, which make the bureaucracy even worse. And then after you leave Congress, if you ever leave Congress, Mitch McConnell, Nancy Pelosi, you go and get a sweet gig, or you doing the old Harry Reid trick, which he perfected, of you hire all of your friends and family and you pay them out of your campaign donations and you pay them a shitload of money and they probably hold 10 to 20% for the big guy. Why did I bring up Harry Reid instead of Joe Biden? Because Harry Reid did it better. He didn't get caught. Everybody knew and he still didn't get caught. His kid wasn't an idiot. Probably just wasn't a crackhead. I should be nice to Hunter. I don't know that he's an idiot. Um, but he is, uh, he is a crackhead, he is a drug addict, he's a criminal, and he is a not-so-nice person, at least morally and characterly, ethically, morally and ethically, characterly, idiot, it's not a word. But old Daddy Joe's been getting over 100 grand a year for the last 50 years, not doing anything, except sending the kids around and brothers around as bag men collecting millions of dollars, doing sweetheart deals with the state bank people, getting sweetheart deals on real estate, real estate that should be in the neighborhood of half a million dollars, Joe Biden was able to pick up for around 100 grand. Boy, wouldn't that be nice if you just knew a bank guy? He was like, yeah, we got this property, or we're gonna acquire this property, or we're gonna do X, Y, or Z, and you know, if you do this, we can do this. Boy, it's all on the up and up. Isn't that a sweet piece of property you got, Joe? Seems like it would have cost more than that. Oh, and this was on your off time from the Congress, from the Senate, 
where you're still getting $174,000 a year. Yeah, better go back to Delaware. Got to tie up these real estate deals right quick. Hmm. Well, how are you going to get there, Joe? Well, I'm going to have my brother fly me in his private jet. Well, how do you get the private jet? He ain't got a job. Campaign donations. He works for me. Big member of the campaign. Big donor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So think about that, guys. Think about holding Congress accountable. Think about defunding Congress. Let me, let's think about this. If you know the median income of the area you live in, wouldn't that make more sense for your state representative to be paid that? Like, let's take Oklahoma. The median income for the Oklahoma as of 2020 for an individual is $28,944. Household is $53,840. So two people in a household on average bring home four taxes, I would assume, $53,840. Less than a third of what one representative or senator from this state quote-unquote earns for being in Congress. People want to vilify CEOs for being paid a salary and bonuses five times, 10 times, 100 times more than their employees on average or whatever it is. That is a viable business earning a wage, earning sales, earning income, paying taxes, doing all of the things that can go, generally, can go bankrupt tomorrow unless you're a big bank and you're in with these same Congress members. But I, as a business owner, can go bankrupt tomorrow, and that's it. Does it really matter what I pay my employees or versus what I earn? It's a private business. Who cares? You can choose to do business with my business if I had one, if you want to or not. You don't have to buy from Amazon or Walmart or Costco or wherever. Or you can choose to buy from only one of those or all three of those or whatever. But they're private businesses that have workers, pay wages, pay benefits, do all of the things. And then their CEO and president and all of their executives get paid what they get paid. That's between them and them. I don't care. But the idea that a representative from the state of Oklahoma goes to Washington, D.C., and makes more than three times what the average household of the state that they represent makes. There's something wrong there. Now, it is possible that there are certain representatives from certain states that make on average less than their median income of that state. I doubt it, but it is possible. So what I'm saying is, if we're going to pay 
the members of Congress at all, which I don't necessarily agree with, they should be paid based on the average income, the median income of the state that they represent, possibly even down to the district, but I'll just settle with the state. Whatever their individual median income is, that's what the representative should be paid. Oh, but it costs so much money to live in Washington, D.C. Oh, I'm sorry. I missed the part where I gave a damn. Not my problem. Not only do you get paid $174,000 a year, you miss votes. You don't even show up. Or you literally phone it in which I'm okay with. I don't know why there's so much going on in DC every day. You start paying these members $30,000 a year? Wow. Watch who gets out of politics real quick. And then yes, there are those that will say, well, the swamp is not necessarily the members, it's the bureaucracy of the hourlies of the pencil pushers and the blah, blah, blahs. Yeah, you're right. But how's it gonna look when your boss is making $30,000 a year and you're making 100 or $80,000 a year? Do you think that that's gonna fly? Or do you think that all of a sudden a bunch of government bureaucracies are gonna get shuffled up as well and go, whoa, whoa, whoa. That, that, that pays out around. I'm the one taking all the heat, being the person on Fox News or CNN, trying to foot this bill, trying to get it passed. I'm the one got all the slings and arrows coming at me. You ain't getting paid more than me. Or all of a sudden, all the entourages are gone. All of a sudden, all the campaign donations, boy, they went way down. Oh, but the lobbies will just do blah, 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 blah. Maybe they do. It's going to be really hard for one of those members of Congress to explain why they're worth millions of dollars when your income is $30,000 a year. Isn't it? How's that going to work? Because even if you're able to find extra money to invest in the stock market, it ain't going to be much. Not at 30 grand a year. No, no, no. And if for some reason, $30,000 a year isn't a pay increase for someone going to Congress, maybe you shouldn't have voted for that person. If you're not able to earn $30,000 a year and you're 35 years of age, which I believe is the minimum, you shouldn't be going to Congress you're a looser. I mean, 30 grand a year is less than $20 an hour. That's, that's nothing. Nothing. If you haven't, from, the, from your teenage years to age 35, if you haven't acquired enough skills to make more than $30,000, hell, in this case, it's more than $29,000 a year. Something's wrong. Something's missing. You shouldn't be in charge of of any state, let alone being DC in a charge of federal policy for all of the states. Oh no, oh no.
Oh, but this will just open up for millionaires and billionaires will be the only one in Congress. They already are. They already are. There are very few people in Congress that ain't low dead. Now, they might not be loaded on paper because they got to hide it. But the fact that Joe Biden is worth millions of dollars, that guy's a moron and he's been a moron his whole life. You show me any smart thing that Joe Biden ever said, and I'll pay you a dollar. Don't worry, I'll wait. One smart thing that man has ever said that was an original thought. I don't even know that he's quoted anyone that was smart. That's how dumb he is. But he's worth millions of dollars somehow. It's all them speaking engagements after he was vice president. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what everyone wants to hear. Joe Biden talk. Barack Obama, I get it. Yeah, probably is doing speaking engagements. That dude can talk. I get it. Sure. You can make that, uh, make that dog hunt, but you can't make the Joe Biden dog hunt. No way. So, if we want to get better in this country, defund Congress. That's what we need to do. Those are the candidates that we should back. Those are the, that's how candidates should run. I'm going to go there and make, some, make sure I don't make any money. About $174,000 a year. Oh, and by the way, in 2008 when the economy crashed, guess how much they gave back or how big a pay cut they took. If you guessed fucking zero, you're right. Hey, when we go into this next recession, when it hits real hard, you know, like in, inflation's already up and the gas prices just shot up again. But when this recession really sinks its teeth in, guess how much of a pay cut they're going to take? <gasps> Somewhere around fucking zero. But they're going to talk about how much they care and the middle class is hurting and blah, 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 blah fucking blah. They're all lying. Every single one of them is lying. If they cared about the middle class, if they truly do, then they've been working for the middle class the whole time. And that's all they've been trying to do is to make it so the middle class has more of their money to keep and their money goes farther. There's a few that have done that, but not many. We're talking about over 500 people that represent the entire nation federally. And there's like three that really seem to care about the middle class. That's it. That's a bad percentage. So, hopefully you learned something today. Hopefully this isn't as long as the last one I did. Hopefully everyone's having a good week here in Oklahoma. It's gotten much, the weather has cooled off. It is awesome. I think I'm going to go outside and shoot a couple of guns and put them up. Eventually, within a few days, I should be able to have them up on my YouTube channel. I think I'm going to do a little more on the infield, the number four Mark one versus the Mauser 98K. Kind of do a little shoot off challenge since I've talked some smack on YouTube about them or about the uh, infield. And yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Y'all should shoot more as well. 
that's all for this time. Stay toxic, America.